So my friends, James and John in this gospel, the context uh, kind of paints them in a better light than it should uh, in the gospel. Because we lose the first part of the 10th chapter of Mark's gospel where Jesus has just predicted his passion. He's predicted that he is going to die. He's going to be handed over to the rulers, uh, the Gentiles. He's going to be crucified and he's going to die. And then up come James and John and they say, hey, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. Can you do something like, no, he just told them he's going to die for them. And they're like, by the way, can you do us a favor, Lord? You know, it's ridiculous the way that they do it. Uh, they're so, the apostles, they can't get the right answer sometimes even if they try. But, but here's what I love about this. They do get the right answer, these these two brothers, James and John, because they say, grant that in your glory we may sit one at your right and the other at your left. And Jesus says, you don't know what you're even asking for. You don't even get what that means because they're not paying attention to the prediction of his passion. They think it means earthly glory. And he's like, you don't even know what you're asking. I just told you, I'm going to die. The baptism that I, with which I will be baptized is the baptism of crucifixion, of shedding one's blood. The cup that I'm going to drink, that full cup of suffering, of infirmity, of bearing himself all of the sins of humanity and the pain of humanity, as we hear from the letter to the Hebrews, that he is going, he's been tested in every way, yet without sin. Our great high priest took our infirmities upon himself. As we also heard in that first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, those servant, those suffering servant songs. So he's like, you don't even know what you're asking for. And then he says to them, can you drink the cup that I'm going to drink? Or be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? Notice, our Lord has great grammar in, these two pass- in this passage. Uh, can you ba- be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And you know what they say, and this is the heart of it all, this is why, amidst all their foolishness, this is something beautiful about them, we can. Yes, we can. I don't even know what that means, but we can. Yes, Jesus, we can follow you. We can do it. I love when working with couples preparing for marriage, you know, we actually go through and we sit and we go through the rite of marriage and the promises that they'll say on the day of their wedding. I promise to be faithful to you in good times and bad, in sickness and in health, to love you and to honor you all the days of my life. Can you do that? We can't. That is bold. We can do that all the days, every single day to be faithful to you, to love you, and to honor you every single day, we can. Yes, we're willing to take the risk. We're willing to start the adventure. We can. It's optimistic. It's good. Or imagine, you know, I made promises on the day of my ordination. Um, and can you do this? And the promises, that I, if I would have been more prepared, I would have had them here to read some of them. But there are big promises that a priest makes before getting ordained. Are you prepared? I am. I am. Are you prepared to lay down your life in imitation of Jesus Christ? I am. Yes, we can. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But yes, I'm willing to do this. Yes, we can. James and John for us in just that, those two words, we can. 
are a great model for us. There is no room in the Christian faith for pessimism. There is no room. We need to be optimistic about our Lord and God. We need to be optimistic working with God. We can do anything. With God Almighty, all things are possible. We can. We can. Because we work with our Lord Jesus. St. Francis Parish, can you be in a vehicle of the new evangelization in the world, preaching the gospel to all who will hear and even to those who won't? St. Francis Parish, can you go and preach to over 11,000 students at Central Connecticut State University, bringing the gospel out to a new generation? That seems daunting, but guess what? We need to answer with our Lord. We can. Yes. Yes, Jesus, we can. And why? Because we don't do it alone. We don't need to do it alone. Look at what our, our Lord doesn't say. Can you drink that cup over there? Or be baptized with that baptism over there? No, what does our Lord say? Can you drink the cup that I drink? Or be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? Jesus does it first. Jesus does it first. He leads the way for us. He teaches us, and then he works with us. He does. Can we do this all by ourselves? Absolutely not. If our Lord Jesus says, can you do that all on your own? No, I can't. No way. Not a chance. Even, again, with marriage. Um, can you do this all by yourself? Keep these promises every day for your entire life? No, not by myself. But with you, Jesus, 100%. Absolutely. With you, Jesus, all things are possible. We can because it's the cup that our Lord drinks first. It's the baptism with which he is first baptized. He teaches us. He leads us. And then he works with us. The things that we need to do, God, we just let your mind get around this. God wants it done more than we do, right? God wants it more than we do. And again, husband and wife loving each other faithfully. Well, God loves your husband or your wife even more than you do. He wants it. He's working for it. God is the first and primary actor in all of these things. In spreading the gospel and bringing the message of mercy to all those who need it, bringing the good news that Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead for our salvation. God wants it more than we do. He wants it. He's working with us. We, we're just cooperating. Um, I don't know if I've told this story on a Sunday homily. I don't write anything down, so I have no idea what I've said in the past weeks. But um, my friends, Matt and Sarah, have a baby, Connor, a toddler now, who can't walk uh, on his own, but he loves trying to walk. If you can put your fingers out, and he, hold, you hold on, he holds on to your fingers, and you got to walk hunched over to get the kid to walk. And once you start that, you're committed for at least 15 or 20 minutes of crouching down and walking around the house with Connor holding your fingers, right? Well, can Connor walk up by himself? No. The kid can't do it on his own. Who's the real one who's holding him up, who's doing it, who's leading? His mom or his dad or aunts or uncles or whoever's there with their fingers out. That's how we are with God. We're the kid with the fingers out. We're the kid with the hands up. God's got the fingers. 
We're holding on to Him. He's there leading us, guiding us. If we think, I'm going to do this all by myself, then we're going to topple over, over and fall. But with God, how can we not be optimistic? We're holding on to Almighty God. He's leading us, and He's guiding us. That's why there's no room for pessimism in the church of Jesus Christ. We can, Jesus. We absolutely can with you. And so in our own lives, in our own time of prayer, maybe today, just let let the Lord ask that question. Can you? Can you follow me? Can you be my disciple? Can you give me every minute of every day, not just for the rest of your life, but for all of eternity? Will you follow me on this adventure of discipleship? Can you authentically be my witness in the world and preach the gospel? And then with James and John, with great optimism and confidence, not knowing what tomorrow or the next day holds, but knowing that whatever it is, we're there with our Lord Jesus, we confidently say, yes, Jesus, we can.